Welcome to the Oakley Podcast, Trucking, Business, and Family. This show is brought to you by Oakley Trucking, headquartered in North Little Rock, Arkansas. The purpose of this podcast is to communicate with Oakley owner-operators and their families by giving them up-to-date information concerning Oakley Trucking and the trucking industry. From business advice to safety updates to success stories. Also to give an insight to outside truck drivers that might be interested in joining the Oakley family. Hi, I'm Jeremy Kellett, Director of Recruiting here at Oakley Trucking, and I'm your host for this podcast. This is episode 22. On today's podcast, we're going to talk to Russell Valance and Brian Hill, the hopper dispatchers slash coordinators, I would say, here at Oakley Trucking, and we're going to get in depth with them on what's going on in the hopper division. I, you know, we've had a uh, this is 22nd episode, and we're just now really getting where we're going to spend a little time on the hopper division. So we're going to get with them in a minute, meet them, and uh, got some good things to discuss on the hopper side of it. Uh, but first, let's check in with Vicki Chastain for this week's Need to Know segment. The average 18-wheeler gets 5.6 miles per gallon, and fuel is your biggest expense when it comes to driving a commercial motor vehicle. Fuel savings, that's this week's Need to Know segment. There are several ways to help you increase your miles per gallon and decrease your cost per gallon. One is simply by slowing down. For every one mile per hour increase in speed results in a 0.15 miles per gallon decrease in fuel economy. Two is by making sure your tires are properly inflated. Routinely check all tires to ensure that they are properly inflated. Once you have worked to achieve the best fuel mileage, you can work to save on fuel costs by taking advantage of the many fuel discounts that Oakley Trucking offers. Improving fuel efficiency and being selective on where you buy your fuel can save you hundreds of dollars each week. I'm Vicki Chastain, and that's this week's Need to Know segment. Okay, I got some announcements to make also. Uh, just some reminders that the CVSA Brake Safety Week is coming up August 23rd through the 29th. And I was going to read a little something for you guys, just to, y'all probably know about this, uh, but I wanted to put it out there to you. Just, it says here, all brake systems and components must be properly attached, undamaged, without leaks, and appropriately flexible. Uh, so confirm all brakes are adjusted properly. Ensure that you understand automatic slack adjusters and their operation. Make sure all parts are properly attached and undamaged. Check for air leaks and no chafing on airlines. Confirm ABS indicator lights. So do your job and be prepared for that week coming up because they're, uh, they're going to be out looking for it. So make sure you don't have any issues with that. Also, 2290s are due here at the end of August. You need to get that done. You can do that online or you can call up here and get with Miss Wendy or Miss Allie and they'll fix you up on getting your 2290 paid. Also, we've had a lot of guys um, – Trading trucks here lately, of course, it's an every week deal. Um, make sure you get with us on the weight of the truck, uh, the bobtail weight of the truck, so we can make sure you don't buy a truck that's going to be way too heavy. Uh, there's a lot that goes into that. You know, by the time you add your stuff in it, fuel on it, a wet kit or a blower, or, you know, just uh, be sure and communicate with us. Last thing we want is you to roll up here on the yard with a brand new truck and it's way too heavy to, to work for. So, Keep that in mind. Uh, 
Also, I appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. Uh, as always, you know, it is a this podcast is for our owner operators and their wives and families and uh, to communicate with you, to get information out to you about Oakley Trucking and what we do here. Just hope it helps you be a more successful owner operator. So, all right, let's get to it. Um, Brian Hill and Russell Valance here with me today. We're going to talk about the hopper division and some things that goes on with it all the time. I think it's going to be a, a good little visit here with them. So let's introduce them first, Russell Valance. Hey, Russell, what's up, man? Well, uh, glad to be on the podcast, first of all. But, you know, I've been with Oakley now about 17 years. Uh, real good company to work for, good people. Um, I've been married for... 17, 18 years now. Uh, I've been at Oakley for 17 years. I have three kids, Carter, Sawyer, and Grace, and my wife's name is Brooke, and, um, you know, the, the they're important in, in this role as well. But uh, as far as outside of work, I'm more of an out, outdoor-type person. You know, I'm, I'm fishing and hunting on the weekends after work, you know, mowing the grass and taking care of the kids. And, uh, and you got one of the best neighbors. There he is. Yeah, I got a, a a good neighbor named Jeremy Kelly lives <laughs> two streets back. I thought you was going to say Vivian. <laughs> <laughs> we we keep tabs on each other. But good, uh, I appreciate you uh, taking time to visit with us on this. I know you guys uh, got a lot of work to do. How about Brian Hill? Brian, give us a little history on you, man. Um, I've been with Oakley for 16 years. Um, I have worked in and out of the hopper division, sand division, um, and in dumps. Um, been married for 26 years to my wife, Misty. We have uh, three daughters. Uh, most people that know me know that as soon as this door is shut for the day, I run straight to the gym, and I pretty much stay there all weekend. I try to do it six or seven days a week, so I try to stay in as good health as I possibly can right now and come up here and do my job. Good deal, man. Appreciate you coming on and yes, sir. hanging out with us a little bit. So got some stuff to discuss. You know, the hoppers – they hadn't got much podcast time uh, since we put this thing out, so we want to we want to give the Hopper Division some good air time here and see what's going on with the Hopper Division. Now, I know uh, you two guys run a lot of trucks, but you also got some people that help you. So, give us who. How does that work? Are you, let's give us a breakdown. How many trucks you got and who you got helping you? Right now, on my side of it, this is Brian. Uh, we do about 75, between 75 and 80. It just fluctuates week to week. Um, Trevor helps me with that. And then, of course, uh, me and Russell have been together for 14 years, I think. So we pretty much stay in each other's back pocket wow. 90% of the time. So uh, it's been a pretty good long friendship between me and him in doing these hoppers. And what about your side, Russell? Yeah, I've got William Lewis helping me out. And then uh, on the other side of it, we have uh, in Oklahoma, we have Justin Jolly and, and Seth and uh, Kyle Strickland, you know, helping trucks? out with hoppers over there. And they, they're running roughly 70, I believe, 70, 75 and how about right you now. And, William? and between, between William and I, we're working 79 right at, right at this moment. I've got your hands full, don't you? We're rocking yes, them right now. So, I don't know, that's what, 240, something like that, yes, 230, sir. something like that. Yep. Yes, We're sir. real close to that in the hopper division. It's come a long ways in the last few years, you know what? It is. I think when me and Brian probably first started, we were probably under 100. Yeah. When Kobe and I first started back, of 
course, 16 years ago, I think between me and him, we had 35 hoppers. Oh man. Yeah. It's, uh, I've been in there the longest of everyone. So, uh, I've got to see it grow for a very long time. Of course, when I started here, it was 276 trucks. So yeah, we didn't have any hoppers. Right. When I started. <laughs> right. <laughs> long time right. ago, we got off into the hoppers. Right. But you know, that's been a, that's been a real good addition to Oakley. I oh, think that's, blessing. that's made us, uh, just a little more versatile for the customers, hadn't it? Picked yes, up a sir. lot more customers. Oh, it's been it a is. blessing. Yeah. A lot of a lot of different materials that we're able to haul and different aspects of the business that we can get into. Well, you can haul more weight. I think that's really the main reason we got into the hopper division when we started at is what we could haul more product mm-hmm. on it than we could an end dump. When we first started this, max weight had to be sixteen five. That was max weight with half have tank fuel yeah oh, oh for the tractor yeah. yeah oh yeah i remember that yeah and then uh then there wasn't got... like but three tractors right. out in the world that could fit that <laughs> exactly <laughs> you had to bought a truck from maverick or something yeah, yeah they were light definitely light um what do you guys want to touch on here first um you want to talk about maybe um the needs that you're wanting right now maybe in the hopper division and kind of the the freight i think given our owner operators now you got to remember you know, if you're listening to this, I mean, we record this a week to two weeks ahead of time, so it may not have any bearing on the the act because we all know freight changes week to week. Oh but yes, give yeah. us a, a heads up. Maybe you know what your needs are right now. What's going on with the hopper freight and and the trucks? I think the the biggest thing we can use is guys that are willing to work on the weekends and uh, mm. guys that are willing to go to different areas. You know the eastern side of the United States. Now, why, United why States. do you say that? Uh, we we have a lot of freight going on the weekends. Um, you know, and and we have things that go to the east coast. You know, Georgia, North Carolina. You know, up to Pennsylvania sometimes. So, you know, a lot of guys are kind of get stuck in the bubble of, of running around here within a, two or three states of here, which is good. But same time, if you're willing to go out, then you know, there may be some opportunities for you to make more money. Well, we've uh, we branched out the hopper division. Uh, used to, all we would hire is anywhere from Oklahoma to Texas, maybe a little bit of Louisiana, Mississippi. Now we've broadened that. We've we've got trucks from out in North Carolina, Georgia, uh, Florida, um, and so that makes us go out there and find other customers on that side of the world. Of course, when you start getting them, you start doing the great jobs that we try to make sure we do every single day. They want to pile on more loads for you. Um, so we've had an influx right now, stuff out of North Carolina, stuff out of Georgia and Alabama that we're just not used to having trucks over there. So if we can get more trucks to go on that side, stay around on that side, um, do a few things, then that'll help us be able to get more customers. So that's why we're asking trucks to, get away from what they're used to get out there somewhere else. They're not used to being and let us see if we can't run you around, make you a little bit more money and get you a little bit more miles spread out, broaden yeah. out. I mean, yeah. because we all know the freight's out there. Oh yes, sir. It's, it's out, out there. there. Yeah. It is. And it, you know, you wouldn't think, I guess guys working the weekends that helps. I mean, that's where a lot of freight is. So, so here's what, a, and I'm, here's what's in a truck driver's mind. I think, is when you tell me I need to stay out the weekend, that means I'm going to be sitting somewhere. Yes. 
Right. But they're not. That's coming from another company. Oh yes, that's, <laughs> that's absolutely correct. Not, correct. They're not. Co- they're, that's not the case here at Oakley. No, no, right. no, no. I mean, when you're running, um, let's just say forty loads a day, Saturday and Sunday, both um, out of three M in Little Rock, either going to Dangerfield or going to Oklahoma City, and then. You know, you might have a GAF in Dallas that says, hey, I need three trucks a day out of Crosby, Texas, which is Houston, to go up to Dallas. They got to deliver on these certain times. Well, I mean, you can't use too many trucks on that because, you know, you're going to want them to go back and forth so they're getting the miles and stuff like that. So there's all kinds of little things like that that happen every single weekend, you know. And unless you live in that area, you don't know about them because we generally run those same trucks. Well, they get tired. They get they get wore out from working all week and then on the weekend. So, yeah, it helps for anybody else that will come in there and say, hey, yeah, I'll go this weekend. That's no problem. Do we got uh, – I was going to say, do we have a lot of guys that will work on the weekend? Or I guess not a whole lot, or you wouldn't be asking for <laughs> no, some right. food. No, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I, the majority of people want to go home every weekend, which yeah. is understandable. Uh, you know, we do a lot of that, a lot of it. But – uh you know, there's also a lot of opportunity on the weekends that that is there. Well, I know you guys have have made us as the recruiters tell anybody on the east of Arkansas that stay out two weeks, and that's the reason is just what you're telling us. You know, yes, there, there's freight over there that we need to haul, and it's and it stays busy on the weekend, and it's just a. It, opportunity to make more money and we're not committing to getting some guy home every weekend in mississippi and alabama so i know that's got to be tough on y'all oh it is it is okay um you know we we were talking about guys staying out two weeks at a time and making more money i was looking at some money before we came in here i thought you know let's just look at some 2019 numbers and see uh what these owner operators are making on the hopper division. And I was uh, really surprised at how much money these guys can make. You know, they're, they're, because you got the majority of them go home on the weekend, right? Yes, sir. I mean, and do typically do short hauls, not, I mean, what, two, three, four hundred mile hauls? Right. Yeah. For the most, or, you know, a day, four or five hundred miles a day. We I mean, try to make sure they do five hundred miles a day, but it's impossible sometimes, you know. So yeah, you're right. It's in between three fifty to five hundred a day. I mean, you got guys over well over making making well over two hundred grand. You know, two hundred and thirties, two hundred and twenties, two over four. We had nine guys over, you know, make over two hundred thousand. You had eight make over one ninety to two hundred. So that's seventeen over hundred and ninety thousand. And then thirteen, and from one hundred eighty thousand up. So I mean, what's that? Thirty trucks? Yes, sir. I mean that's uh, that's getting it pretty good, if you ask me. On the hopper division, not buying any equipment. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's it's pretty funny when you hire somebody in here that says, "Oh, I'm just pulling the end up, or I'm just pulling the pneumatic tank," and something happens during orientation, they can't get something on there, and they pull a hopper for three weeks. After three weeks, they'll say. I'm not going anywhere else. I'm going to stay right there. I'm going to stay right here. Yeah. You know, and that's how the majority of those guys that are at the top, that's how they started out for us. They started out saying, no, I'm going to pull it in up with this, you know, and they start doing it and see that they can do extra stuff on the weekends if they want to. Yeah. Or if they want to go home, they can go home, but they know the more money they they get when they stay out. So that's how they, at the top of that deal, they, they will literally make as much money as they possibly can and then go home. What kind of weight do they need to haul? 
What's what's the deal on uh, hauling the weight on these hoppers? I mean, well, we want we want it to be every load in the perfect world have eighty thousand pounds on as a gross weight. You know, as far as the the net weight, it's going to vary with the the weight of the tractors. You know, anywhere from you know fifty up to fifty three thousand pounds is is what our guys haul typically. So, and the more the way we're set up to pay, the more we haul. You know, the more money you're making pulling the hopper and and the more you're hauling, the more Oakley's making as well. So it's just a win-win for everybody. Do the uh, customers work with you pretty good on getting a weight? I mean, what what do they expect when you bring a load to them? You know, do you they, get into that. They want a full load, also. You know, there there are a few that they'll only order fifty thousand pounds, or they'll only order fifty-one thousand. But you know, for the most part, they want they want all they can get, also. Yeah. And and that's how we're paid by the ton. Exactly. Yes, sir. So hauling the weight makes a big difference, even if it's another five hundred pounds. Yes, sir. Yes, absolutely. Sir. It could put you from fifty thousand five hundred up to fifty one thousand pounds. You yeah. know, it could change you and change you a nickel. Yeah. Per mile on, on what you're doing. Right Plus, there. it changes us, Oakley. Yes, right? sir. Yes. And, and that's the big picture for you know. I, I want our owner operators to see. I mean, if we if we can get those owner operators to get close to that 80, I mean, we know it can be a challenge at some of these places, but you get as close to that 80 as you can with a half tank of fuel is typically what we tell them. And I mean, that that's uh, that's you have each guy get another 500 pounds on times how many loads we do a day, holy cow, or a oh, week. Oh, yeah. Yes. It, it makes a big difference in what we can do as a company for the owner operator. Uh, yes, sir, absolutely. I mean, it. Uh, how, are the customers all pretty good um, as far as working for? I mean, we've had some for a long time. You know? uh, I mean, I've had Owens Corning for sixteen years since uh, since I first started here. Even in the end dump, uh, about three months after I started, I started working with them full time, and I've carried them all the way through the hoppers. And that's almost every Owens Corning plant that we have that we deal with. Um, malarkey. I helped start Malarkey when we got going over here, and we've done that for five or six years, you know. Atlas and Ardmore. Uh, I used to do it. Russell's done it for 10 years, I think. I mean, you've been Probably. through Rita yeah. and, and some of the other ones. So, yeah, I mean, we've had a bunch of these guys for a long time. Yeah, having customers a long time means we're doing something right. Yeah, they yes, they depend on us. They do, don't they? They do. They depend on us to – to run, you know, and, and to make the products that they're needing to make. So they give you uh I mean, it makes you feel good when you get a call from these people that you deal with every single day and they say, okay, well, so-and-so was just here and I knew everything was going to be right because it said Oakley on the side of it. I mean, and these are people that you deal with every day and they have outside carriers that come and do other things for them, but they, they tell them, you know, I know Oakley's going to do it right every single time. That makes it feel great. That's why we get the business. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's and why and a lot of the it. customers, they even, I mean, they know the drivers personally. Yeah. You know, they've been oh, there so really? many times yes, that they get to know them personally, you yeah. know, and it's, it's, you know, it's a good thing to have that relationship and trust. You know, when you know somebody, you know that you can trust them. And, I was telling the uh, orientation group we got, got in here this week, uh, six guys in there, and I was telling them this morning how important it was for them to to do customer service because I said, we put a lot of weight on you guys. We expect a lot out of you because you represent the company. I yes, mean, sir. you're making us a living. We're selling it over the phone 
to these people, but you're the one showing up there. Yes, sir. And you're the one talking to the guy that's out there that's helping you unload. I mean, it it, it just makes a huge difference when you got an owner operator that takes that responsibility to heart and wants to make the the customer feel like they're getting a service because you know customer service is tough these days yes sir you don't get much of it but you know they're probably honestly going to see that driver before they ever see me or russell yeah yeah they may not ever meet us but they can call us and then this happens to russell quite often you know so-and-so was just here i've talked to him about his family and stuff like that face to face we might not ever see these people face to face ever could happen you know uh, so it makes you feel good when when people call about your drivers, your owner operators, and say, "Okay, I just talked to so and so, and his family's doing real good." Let's talk. Uh, let's talk some negative stuff. <laughs> <laughs> How about some contaminations, washouts, getting a trailer clean, prior product, um, anything else y'all can think of that we need to let our owner operators hear about? Well, one that comes to mind that's happened fairly recent was uh, we had a brand new driver just came out. Um, he'd been here for maybe four days, um, and we sent him out of after hauling some grain. He hauled some corn. After hauling that, he come up here and we sent him to Three uh, M and Little Rock to haul a load over to Oklahoma City. Um, dispatcher talked to him. Explained to him exactly what needed to happen. Um, he said he had done this for a while, and he knew, and everything was clean. It was good to go. He'll go load out of out of 3M and take it over to Oklahoma City. Once we get to Oklahoma City, there's stuff that's falling off the railings uh, down into the product and then got into the bins and stuff like that. Well, I have to drain the bins and completely get rid of everything that was in there. Um, mm. So... Those are things that can be eliminated, especially when you're on our yard um, and we have a wash bay right here. You know, if if we need to wash out, we appreciate everybody trying to sweep it out and get it clean. Don't get me wrong. That's we that's what your job is. That's what we we ask you to do. But if it gets to a point where you can't get everything completely out instead of contaminating the load, we need to get a wash out. Um, what was the prior product? Corn. Okay. Yep. yep. Everything that we haul has to be clean, has to be dry. I mean, that's kind of the the two most basic things. It's got to stay clean. It's got to stay dry. And really, anything less than that, it's not just not going. And work. we're depending on these guys to exactly. do that. I mean, we're not out there looking at it. No. Yeah. They're kind of the eyes and the ears of the of the operation, you know. And we we trust them and depend on them. But we we can't, and they got to understand we can't wash out a trailer every single time we unload no you're right. absolutely right there, there's just not enough room in the in the, the budget in to the budget to do that yes sir of course you know you get a contamination it costs a lot it makes you think about it but it's just you we we haul so many loads there's just no way of doing it so we really depend on the owner operator to make sure this is clean and communicating with you guys that hey it is or it isn't and we got to go with it right it's uh you know it's if it gets to that situation, we ask them a lot of times, hey, will you crawl up there, take a picture, and send it to us? Let us look at it. Now, we're still not sitting right there. We're still not standing right there. We may say, oh, yeah, that's clean, you know. But we honestly, just like you said, we have no way of knowing. Yeah. You know, we have to count on you to be able to do 
what we need you to do to let us know. So yeah, it, it you know it's just a you got to get it clean. I mean, if it was ninety five degrees out there or ten yeah. degrees out there, I don't know that I'd want to crawl up in that trailer either. But you know, I know that's my job. I know that's what I have to do, and I'd want to try to do it to the best of my ability. Well, you don't want the end result. You don't want the, it to cost the owner operator thirty five hundred hey, bucks. Yes, sir. Cost them thirty five hundred. A lot of times cost us even more than that. Yeah. Plus, you got your reputation with the customer. That's the big thing that you and can't that put huge. a price tag on. That's right. That's, That's huge. Because you have a couple of them. Mm-hmm. They yeah. remember that stuff. Yeah. Yes, sir. You can be replaced. Yep. Yeah, we're fighting for that freight. A lot yes, sir. Of yeah. Every time, all the time. Well, yeah. okay. You know, contaminations, that's a that's a tough subject, but I feel like we needed to confront some of it. I mean, it's a real thing, getting that trailer clean uh, the best you can. And I don't know that there's an easy way to do it. Oh, no, sir. Uh, you know. Russell and I have both been out a week on those uh, inner truck in those hoppers, and uh, we we definitely hats off to you gentlemen that get out there and do it every single day, two and three times a day, you know, uh, some yeah. of them. Uh, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. They do a good job with yes, it. Yes, sir. Uh, what else? What do we, uh, what else you guys want to talk about? We've talked about, we've covered, uh, you know, working the weekends. I feel like is something that we want more of with mm-hmm. hopper guys, if at all possible. And we understand, you know, a lot of guys are not going to do that. They're, you know, they're, yeah, they go home on the weekends and that's perfectly fine too. That's right. That's fine too. We, uh, because we do that in the, on the front end with recruiting, telling them whether they got to you know, two weeks out or one week out. But so we talked about working the weekends. We talked about making money. We talked about cleaning out the trailers and contaminations, uh, dispatch. What about the, y'all got a uh, crystal ball that you can look into and tell us a little future stuff for the hopper division. You feel like stepping on out on that, or you just kind of plead the fifth. You know, uh, it seems like the last three or four weeks, to be honest, things have picked up. You know, the virus kind of hit and slowed slowed a few things down here and there. And we we kept people busy and doing good, but uh, the last three to four weeks, we've we've been fighting to cover loads. You know, and and plan them out versus trying to find loads for us to cover. So, and the owner operator would notice that on their check this week. Yeah, I the, promise you that. The, oh, the yeah. checks are the checks are looking a lot better They're the last pretty. few weeks. They're used to what we're we're used to seeing. They're back to where we're used to seeing them. Let's put it that way, which is good. And that's because some of your regular customers kick kick back back up. up, You know, when they get a threat of these hurricanes and things of that nature going on too, you know, that helps out quite a bit. Yeah, it does. Yes, sir. It 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 starts some stuff going for us. So the future of hoppers, I would say, would be expanding out like you guys said more guys right. that live farther out and us hiring more guys leasing on more owner operators that live out a little bit and willing to stay out two weeks that's probably the way we're going to grow the hopper division in it are we yes. are you guys are we saturated with mississippi oklahoma i mean uh texas arkansas guys yes. where do y'all want them to live anywhere if honestly if they lived in tennessee alabama some Georgia right now would would be very nice. Uh, on, me North and Russell, Carolina, yeah, yeah North, North Carolina, Carolina, Georgia, South Carolina. Really? 
Okay. We uh, we took a step back from uh, meat and bone meal, uh, food meals, or stuff going to dog foods uh, for quite a while, four or five years. Yeah, food ingredients. Uh, we stepped away from them, um, but we've stepped back off in it now. Uh, that happens quite a bit on the East Coast. Uh, so, yeah, we're looking for people that are willing to work over there and do certain things for us over that way. That would help out tremendously. Okay. Yeah. And uh, as far as the crystal ball going, uh, that part of the business will grow for us. Uh, we just recently got Mars back under our belt, so it will start to grow for us. Yeah, so, I think that's a good way to go, too. Yes, uh, sir. We need to focus on that as a recruiting department, you know, to get yes, some sir. of those guys in that part of the country that will stay out a couple of weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, man. Yep. Good. What else you got on your mind? What do you think, guys? We cover about everything you wanted to? Well, yeah. Uh, I know that Russell feels the same way, and I. we just want to thank all of our owner-operators that are on the hopper side. Uh, we don't get to spend a whole lot of time with you on the phone. Uh, a lot of the times we get told we sound like robots on the phone because uh, it's get them on, get them off as fast as you possibly can. Uh, so if you need us, you need to talk to us, stop us for a second. We we have plenty of time to stop and say, hey, man, we'll listen. To what What's the best say. time to call you guys? Not related to the load I'm doing today or if I just need to. 10 a.m. 10. Somewhere in the middle of the day. 10, yeah, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., you know, kind of in the middle of the day. Best time to catch you where I, yeah. you actually got a few minutes to think. Yes, sir. And listen to them. Yes, sir. Yeah. Anytime between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. is a little more a little more relaxed as far as the number of calls we're taking in. Well, because you, you guys are just like anybody else. I mean, you know, you want to get everything done here at the office while you can, 5 o'clock, then you got a family. you got things to do there on the weekends. you yes, got sir. stuff to do. So, you know, if they can – if they can catch you during the week, it makes a big difference. And those times are the best time to call you if they got an issue, they something bothering them. Yes, sir. You know, I always tell these guys, look, if you got something on your mind, you better talk to them about it. Tell Definitely. your dispatcher. So yeah, we, can, we don't don't let it fester. You know, two or three days. Let us know right away if there's a problem. You know, if you got a problem with your check, problem with your miles, problem with us. You yeah. know, or problem with your equipment. You know, whatever it is. You know. Only way we can fix it or make it better is if you let us know when we talk about it. You know, and I, you know, I tell the orientation class that too because how many times have we gone into a room like this with a owner operator sit down and we, it's a little ugly at first, but you dish it all out, and by the time you leave that man, you feel so much better. I promise, yeah, definitely. I, I try to tell all of my owner operators, I don't care what you say to me on the phone; it does not matter to me. When we hang up or when we get done talking, I'm over with. It's it's over with, and you're my family again. You're my friend. I'm here to try to make you money, and you're trying you're trying to make me money. At the end of the day, we are a family. Sometimes they gotta uh, they gotta come face to face. Yes, sir. So. You know, don't do it on the phone because it's a lot better. We, we've we always had a policy every time something happens, we say, what's the first thing we say? Bring them to Bring the yard. yard. Get them in here and let's talk to them. Right. That way we can face-to-face away from the phones and we can find out what's going on with right. the owner-operators. So try to accommodate him and tell him. A lot of times tell him what's on our mind. Right. Because yeah. I have known you guys to let a few things fester on y'all. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You were human beings. It works both ways. It works both ways. And sometimes that meeting has to take place for it to come out. Right. You know, both sides to come out with it. So good stuff, man. Um, 
future's looking good for the hoppers then, sounds to me like. Yes, sir. Definitely. And the future for the 2020 is looking a lot better, too, this second half. It's great. How about the new office? It's amazing. The new office is nice. It's even better than not very many people over here. (laughs) It is nice. (laughs) And it's awesome. That's just because you guys are separated from the other dispatchers. That's right? exactly right. <laughs> yep. Well, and we want to invite the owner-operators over here, too. I know there's a question. I've had a question a couple times. Y'all may have, too, whether they can come in here or not. Yes, you can definitely come here. This is your building. You built, uh, helped build this building, so you come in here anytime you want to. We are requiring face masks uh, right now. So, uh, like I said, this, this is probably going to actually come out a week or two after we record it, but uh, come in, face mask, come visit us. We'd be glad to show you. You can come to the back of the office, over the levee, past the driver's lounge, hang a right, and you'll come to the back of the office and come in a back door there. Uh, other than that, man, that's a, that's a hopper division in a nutshell, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for having us. Good stuff. I appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with me today and, and giving our owner-operators an insight on what's going on in the hopper division. Uh, I'm Jeremy Kellett, and we'll have a new one coming out every Wednesday. Be sure and listen to it, and appreciate y'all tuning in. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Oakley Podcast, Trucking, Business, and Family. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate or review the show in the podcast platform of your choice and share it with a friend. We love hearing from our audience, so if you've got a question, comment, or just want to say hello, head over to our website, theoakleypodcast.com, and click the Leave a Comment button. We'll get you a response soon and may even share some of the best ones here on the show. We'll be back with a fresh episode very soon. Thanks for listening.